Have you ever heard of the lipstick index? It was a term coined by Leonard Lauder, the former chairman of the international makeup brand Estee Lauder. The lipstick index is a barometer. In times of economic crisis, it indicates that people are still willing to treat themselves to an affordable luxury like a movie or a takeaway coffee or even a brand new lipstick. The COVID pandemic has put an effective end to the term though. No one's buying lipstick or eyeshadow or foundation anymore. When you're covered in masks, face shields and avoiding human contact in general, is there really any need to look good anymore? The look good economy, though, has been replaced by the feel good economy. From spending on lipsticks, women are now using their discretionary income on a whole range of hair and skincare products. It's not just about makeup anymore. The whole concept of beauty products is undergoing a huge transition. We saw the rise of K-beauty from Korea with the popularity of the 10-step skin routine. India's new expanded beauty category is beating to the march of its own drum. It's a mix of new age chemicals and old school DIY homemade products and we're calling it drum roll please. Eye beauty. And there are two eye beauty brands in particular who are competing with each other and internationally to put their products in front of millions of new age millennial and gen z customers who now more than ever are shopping with the click of a button over a visit to the mall Hello and welcome to Unofficial Sources, a business podcast by the Ken. I'm Anushka Chakara and I'm Alana Banerjee and we are your hosts. This episode, we're looking at the rise of two Indian skincare brands, Mama Earth and Wow Skin Science. These brands mash up global skincare trends with traditional Indian ingredients to give rise to a new wave in skincare. which the companies hope will rival established trends like K-beauty. Stay tuned. The definition of beauty has changed. With the rise of the wellness economy, more organic, more yoga, more natural, that sort of seeped into beauty standards as well. The evidence is clear to see. There are just as many videos on natural skin care now as there are on how to put on mascara. This is a subtle shift with big economic ramifications and it's very good news for the two brands we're focusing on. What was once part only of an aficionado's lingo, the word skin care routine have taken over the internet. So today I'm going to share with you all my morning and nighttime skin care routine. My name is Hiram and I'm passionate about teaching you how to perfect your skin care routine. This video is all about my 10-step Korean skin care routine. and the popularization of a skincare routine can be credited to korean skincare their elaborate routines with products aiming to tackle every problem area you could possibly have has led the k wave to take over the market what's i beauty going to do to follow in the footsteps of k beauty is it going for the same international market the mama earth and wow skin science have enough funding firepower to last the trek it's a battle of wits and well beauty 
So, Anushka, you were pretty excited about this story, right? So, I have to ask, what's your skincare routine? Okay, well, I've had acne for quite a few years now. So, skincare for me started off with prescriptions. But last year, after watching a lot of YouTube videos and going down this uh, skincare rabbit hole, I decided to take things into my own hands. So right now, my skincare routine uses single active products like niacinamide and tranexamic acid. And I'm doing a little bit of K-beauty as well, uh, with main ingredients being snail mucin and bee venom. Okay, yuck. Firstly. (laughs) They work, no judgment. (laughs) Uh, Well, I haven't used any of these very complex sounding ingredients. I usually just splash water on my face Mm -hmm. and slap some cream on and I'm ready to go. But I think I've been sort of influenced as well, right? So I'll use the occasional sheet mask or, you know, face packs. I've experimented a little, but I tend to generally gravitate towards more natural ingredients. Mm. And the latest one I've tried, just FYI, is this thing called onion oil black hair seed it's some combination of those words but it's essentially putting onion oil on my head okay that's interesting because I think most Indians who are you know beginning to show an interest in skincare beyond you know making their multani mitti packs fall into your camp Um, the words natural and chemical free have been a particular hit with Indian consumers with products containing ayurvedic ingredients like ginger aloe vera lemon and the like And two brands, Mama Earth and Wow Skin Science, are cashing in on this. The two seemingly similar brands began their journey from different points. To understand the progression of the brands into skincare and how they're doing now, we called in Bhumika Khatri. Bhumika is a staff writer here at the Ken, covering e-commerce, consumer internet and everything startup. She wrote the story titled Mama Earth, Wow Skin Science and the Indian Skin Care Glow Up, which is the story that this episode is based on. Hey, Bhumika, thanks for joining us on the podcast. Hey, Anushka, glad to be here. Tell us, how did these two companies get started on their journey? So essentially, both these brands started with a different motive. While Mama Earth began as a solution to a personal problem for the founders, Wow was a good business decision. We are parents of a two-year-old ourselves. We went through the pain of not being able to find safe and healthy products for our uh, baby. That's Varun Alak, the co-founder of Mama Earth. He and his wife, Gazal Alag, started the brand because most baby care products in the market did not suit the skin of their own infant. After a few years of research and development, they began coming out with products. And it was a pretty big hit with Indian moms. Wow Skin Science, on the other hand, was started by two brothers, Manish and Karan Chaudhary. So Wow Skin Science is technically these two brothers who always wanted to do business together. And they started with this idea of selling nutritious health drinks. 
and uh, in 2016 they found this hero product like as they call it apple cider vinegar that gained a lot of popularity everybody wanted it everybody wanted to try it and that's why they included it in different products shampoo and conditioners became their biggest selling product and that's how the whole journey as a wow skin science brand began the two brands started their journeys differently have crossed paths now and are likely to diverge again but one thing is certain they're both having their moment in the sun and yes they want you to wear sunscreen while at it but this popularity isn't just limited to india wow was very clear on its intent to be an international brand very early on so in 2014 itself while they were still a health drink brand they launched in the us so they started with amazon and walmart and today they have a production plant in the us they have almost half of its revenue coming from the us alone and even now their hero product apple cider vinegar as it as a shampoo and conditioner something that is still off the top of the charts and uh, even amazon india has repeatedly talked about how wow is one of the top brands for them in the us market via their amazon marketplace um international space but the problem here is that mama earth was barely started in 2016 they expanded their portfolio in 2018 19 and they tried to do international presence but they haven't cracked it so far the challenge from what i understand is the lack of brand awareness because here they have built themselves more as a brand which is known which already has a lot of word of mouth going for itself and in the us they have to start from the scratch so that's something they have to build on they will but right now it's something that hasn't worked out very well Mama Earth and Wow Skin Science are by no means the only brand doing this. The skincare industry, as we've kind of hinted, is very lucrative right now, and there are hundreds of startups coming in and out. But what puts them below Mama Earth and Wow? The thing is, they don't have a lot of brand recognition, so beyond a fad product, they're not able to expand. Mama Earth and Wow have this brand recognition and loyalty. You know, they're these caring brands that work even for babies and mothers, and they just want to bring out. the best in your skin and hair and a lot of people trust that the reason they've been able to establish this brand recognition is by leveraging influencer marketing well i don't know about you you might not care what an influencer has to say but in the skincare world if you're able to get the right influencer to talk about your products and a lot of them that could really really expand your customer base Now the reason these two brands have been able to do all this marketing quick product churn is money of course they've had insane amounts of funding Wow Skin Science recently just closed a funding round of 50 million dollars and Mama Earth is in talks to raise 100 million dollars Well if we look at competitors like Plum and Dot and Key They have received moderate success, but definitely not at the scale of these two brands. Plum has recently just closed a fifteen million dollar funding round. Well, the point of all this is that Mama Earth and Wow have done a lot of things that have worked in their favor to bring them to the top. But it's these exact things that might just lead to their potential downfall as they go forward. But more on that after the short break. Hello, I'm Ashwarya and I'm a visual designer at the Ken. 
The word designer is too broad to explain what I do here. So in the spirit of this podcast, let me break it down. I take complex data, sometimes financial, sometimes conceptual, and I find a way to simplify it using pie charts, bar graphs, illustrations, and sometimes even silly cartoons. And as you can tell from this podcast, that's pretty much what the Ken is about, presenting analysis which is insightful and easy to understand. Since you're here already, I can tell you'd love the wide range of stories and newsletters we publish every week across two editions, India and Southeast Asia. And so, just for our podcast listeners, we have a special offer waiting for you at the-ken.com/podcastoffer. The URL will be linked in our show notes, so do check it out. We'd love to have you as our subscriber. Thanks for listening. We mentioned that Mama Earth and Wow Skin Science work with product lines based on the latest viral skincare ingredient. So, for example, at the end of last year, 2020, that ingredient was vitamin C, and as any viral ingredient, it was touted as the holy grail of skincare ingredients, ready to brighten your skin and get rid of any spots. And so, by March of 2021, just three months later, Mama Earth and Wow had a whole range of products with vitamin C in them: face washes, toners, serums, moisturizers—you name it. But it's only now, a few months after that, that legacy brands like Garnier and Lakme came out with their own product line with vitamin C. These legacy brands may have brand trust and loyalty. But Mama Earth and Wow have a quicker product churn rate, so they're the first to cash in on the latest trend. So we have always imagined these techies to be sitting in a corner office, seeing, okay, creating a new trend, and we talk so much about bots. But there are people in these offices sitting around on social media, tracking. SEO tracking Google AdWords to tracking Google Trends to understand what is it that people are looking for in the whole skincare space. They might start with the US. The whole retinoid plus niacinamide uh, combination is started in the US. It takes almost three months to trickle it down to India. And uh, once that comes to India and is popular enough, these smaller brands, which fast go to market strategy, are able to launch their products fast. So uh, there might be ten companies who want to launch the specific products, but there might be three only who would be able to bring it within the month it's popular. And other than those three, then there will be a few more brands coming in and talking about the same product, and then there is a wave of similar products launching. So essentially, this is uh, the fact of fastest idea to shelf timeline. In theory, essentially, large brands take larger product innovation cycles because they have more accountability, more corporate social responsibility, and more about being aware about the kind of product they do. And they might even take up to three years. But for these startups, they're able to bring these ideas into a product within three months. And then this is all because of execution. They have their own contract manufacturing partnerships, and they are able to quickly sign up these products on these marketplaces. And well, you know, in terms of making the products themselves, how do they manage such quick production? So these products usually um, contract manufacturing in India is said to be this 
particular 98% same base for any product that might came up so any contract manufacturer usually has its own concussion made for everything and when a brand reaches out to them they might want to change a few things alter a few ingredients or add on any specific ingredient they think is the selling point for their own product but essentially most of these contract manufacturing brands have almost 98% of their base set up in which they just add remaining 2% ingredients according to the brands, label it up and sell it. So if I use an apple cider vinegar shampoo and an onion seed oil shampoo, what you're saying is they're 98% the same. It's just the 2% difference with these specific ingredients. Essentially, it remains the same. So there's this pressure to constantly churn out new products. And the pressure only increases with every funding round. But increased quantity might compromise quality. And in an industry where brand trust and word of mouth marketing makes you, losing all that may also break you. It's not like buying a new detergent and not being happy with the results. When people put a product on their face and their hair, the stakes are much higher. What's the next move for Mama Earth and Wow Skin Science Pumika? The ambitions never stop. So the now goal is, of course, is to grow bigger. And that means offline expansion for both these brands. They're looking to leverage traditional stores as well as modern trade. But WOW already has cracked international market like the US. So now it is going for maybe UAE and Singapore. But Mama Earth is yet to open its international account. Whether it's expansion to tier two and three cities or internationally, brand recognition and trust is crucial to success. And speaking of public opinion, what is the ultimate test of public opinion for a company? An IPO. And it seems that an IPO is on the horizon for both brands. That's the idea for any personal care brand. They might or might not do it, depending on the investor capital they get. It would be a very interesting IPO if it happens, but uh, that completely depends on the founder's vision. Wow seems more on the part for that because they have had uh, this PE come in within their first funding round, that's Chris Cap. And that kind of indicates that they might be serious about public listing, while Mama Earth is still raising funds from more VCs and not PE. So that might be something that's later in the books for them. So Anushka, you've had this long chat with Bhumika, right, about these brands. What do you think? What is it going to take for these two brands to hit the international market with, you know, their iBeauty products to the level of success that K-Beauty had, for example? Okay, so when we talk about K-Beauty, it's been, the rise of K-Beauty has been due to a few main factors. The first thing is that Korean skincare products were much cheaper than Western alternatives that hit the market. Okay, and that's something that WOW and Mama Earth also have. Yeah, definitely. And the second thing is that K-Beauty drives a lot of viral skincare trends and ingredients like niacinamide, which has been the rage for a few months now. It has been around in Korean skincare for years now, and they're the ones who really brought it to the forefront. 
Okay, but similar to them, Mama Earth and Wow, I think are pretty good with riding the trend wave, right? So that should work in their favor as well. Mm, not really. Here's the catch. So the difference is that Korean skincare creates the trends. They don't ride the wave of the trends, which is what brands like Mama Earth and Wow do. So that means that years of research and development go behind a product or ingredient before it's actually brought to market. Well, that's not the case with these eye beauty brands. They aren't doing research and development. They're just riding on whatever trend is going on right now, and. What that results in is that a lot of people who buy Korean skincare products have, like, you know, they're like really loyal and returning customers because they have immense trust in their research and the trials they've done over the few years. Now, for Mama Earth and Wow Skincare, maybe there are not a lot of consumers who care about research and development. They might just want to try this trending ingredient at an affordable price. But for eye beauty to gain traction in the international market, it's going to take more than slapping on a few buzzwords and riding the wave from trend to trend. And that's it for this episode of Unofficial Sources. In the spirit of this episode, drop your skincare routine. I do really want to know, do you just splash water on your face and put a little cream on? Or have you fallen into the skincare rabbit hole like I have? Well, you can reach out to us. You can tweet us at thekenweb or email us on podcast at the-ken.com. Everything will be left in the show notes. And well, we'll see you next time next fortnight on unofficial sources by the camp.